Welcome to the EMS Podcast, an opportunity for senior leaders to provide updates and answer questions about Alberta Health Services EMS. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the EMS Senior Leadership Team Podcast. This is uh, Darren Sandbeck, Chief Paramedic and Senior Provincial Director. Joining me today from the Senior Leadership Team is Dale and Marty, Kathleen, and Dr. McKenzie. Wanted to provide a bit of an update um, today on a few things. Uh, one, I want to talk about the system pressures that we're feeling um, across the province right now, and we know that you're all experiencing those. Dale's going to talk a little bit about vaccination rates and the temporary targeted testing approach in some communities, and then Kathleen's going to bring us home with a message at the end of the at the end of our podcast. So. Um, so I just want to talk about the uh, five key challenges that we're experiencing in, uh, across the EMS system provincially. And I know that you're all experiencing this to varying degrees um, through your everyday work. Um, first and foremost is that our call volume has increased um, up to 30% in some areas of Alberta um, throughout the year. Um, recently, uh, actually this has occurred since about the February timeframe, we've seen a steady increase in call volume. Not attributable to any single event or cause, uh, volume is increasing across, across all call types and all across the province. We've also seen um, our hospital wait times or offload times continue to increase provincially over the last several weeks. Uh, see this predominantly in Edmonton and Calgary, but are also beginning to experience an increasing challenge in some of our regional hospital sites as well. Um, we know that um, our staff are tired. We know that you're tired. We know that you've been working hard for a long time um, through the pandemic and through some of these uh, challenges that we're facing today. This has also caused our illness rates to increase from the pre-pandemic levels. And we know that fatigue and stress uh, numbers are also higher than pre-pandemic. Uh, Fourth, uh, our interfacility transfers numbers have increased as a result of COVID-19, predominantly in wave four, where we've seen an increased patient movement due to load leveling through across facilities that are, are moving patients out um, to more rural areas to try to create capacity. And then lastly, uh, the challenge that we face that most people don't really see is the the global supply chain situation right now, which is really impacting our ability to purchase new ambulances. Um, and it's also uh, causing us some challenges in our uh, repair time of having vehicles repaired. So we know that these five pressures on the system are real. Uh, we know that you're facing them every day and um, we, can, we thank you for your continued work and to work through them. We are um, doing everything we can to take some of the pressure off the system. And some of these things you'll be hearing more about in the coming days and weeks, but I do wanna share a few actions that are underway. Uh, we recently, in the middle of November, announced our fatigue management plan. Uh, this is born out of the hours of work project. This is a program that identifies communities and uh, resources within those communities that are nearing a high risk of fatigue um, due to call volume or um, call length. And so this allows us to identify those communities and then make targeted investment within those communities that are at risk of fatigue. 
this could be uh, adding additional staff um, to those communities. It could be adjusting their shifts, or in some cases, it could be adding resources. So we uh, have approval for phase one and phase two of our fatigue management strategy to move us through the remainder of this year and then into fiscal 22-23. Uh, so that work is underway um, and will be ongoing. There's a number of initiatives that are also underway in the dispatch environment uh, to look at the way we utilize resources both within the metro operations and how we can more effectively return ambulances back to their home communities so that uh, they're not, um, as we often hear, stuck in the city um, any longer. So lots of work going on in dispatch and there'll be um, more information coming on that. Um, before I turn it over to Dale to talk about vaccine, I just I just want to recognize the the hard work that our folks are doing every day. Um, we know uh, that you're tired. We know that the system is tired. We know that lots of people are tired um, after nearly 24 months of um, being in all the stresses that come with living in a pandemic. Um, and I just want to offer my my gratitude, my sincere thanks um, for you coming to work every day, continuing to put on the uniform, continuing to support Albertans um, and ensuring that we're providing the absolute best level of service that we can. Uh, so thanks for that. So uh, Dale, just over to you, maybe for a quick update on, um, on the vaccination policy and targeted temporary testing. Thanks, Darren. Uh, so I'll uh... Just do a quick overview of uh, the vaccination policy, or not the policy itself, but uh, where we've come from. So as a lot of you or everyone should be aware, uh, the vaccination policy is an AHS policy. And so uh, being that it is, uh, we're adhering to that. And uh, we've uh, done uh, quite a bit of work in communicating that out to our frontline staff, yourselves. Uh, and uh, we're so grateful that many have uh, picked that up and uh, submitted their vaccination status in and that uh, uh, most people are, uh, in, are, are vaccinated. We recognize that there are some that aren't and this isn't about uh, people being uh, good or bad. This is about recognizing those pieces and we continue to encourage people to be vaccinated. Uh, and, uh, but it has put us in a place uh, where it's changed uh, a little bit over time. So as you're aware, the date of when the submission could be in have changed. And the last one was the 13th of this month. Uh, and, uh, and some people are, are, are still outside of that. And that uh, has uh, been some personal choices that we recognize, uh, but we continue to encourage uh, uh, the opportunity to be vaccinated. Uh, what I would like to highlight is uh, what you're seeing is that there is a testing option that has come out. That testing option is a temporary piece. Uh, and so that's very important to recognize that it is only temporary uh, and it is focused very much into areas where service uh, continuance would be in jeopardy. Uh, and not only in EMS, but in the, the AHS system. So the healthcare system overall has taken this approach. And so we're following that approach. And so there's nine communities that, uh, that EMS has identified that uh, we would like or have extended uh, uh, testing to. Uh, and uh, many have responded to that and uh, that will uh, keep uh, services in those areas as much as possible. Uh, it was not easy to pick out which ones those were and I have to, to say that this was specifically about vaccination. This was not about uh, staffing challenges. 
And so we're separating and working hard on both of those. Uh, so the uh, uh, the outcome of that is that uh, the testing is uh, available and a number of people have picked it up and are continuing to work in those environments. It is temporary. Uh, and uh, to that end, we'll hear more from AHS on, on what that looks like. So again, thankful very much uh, to everyone that has uh, submitted their vaccination and continues to work. Uh, and we recognize the added stress that uh, this has put on all of you, vaccinated or not. And uh, we thank you for uh, contributing to um, uh, the approach to a pandemic that uh, is obviously very difficult. So thank you. Thanks, Dale. And Kathleen, I think you have a message uh, for our staff on behalf of the senior leadership team. I do. Thanks, Darren. And I guess for all of the reasons we've just heard and more, 2021 has turned out to be a another challenging year. And I would just like to echo the sentiments that you've already heard from Darren and Dale um, and my sincere thanks for everything each one of you has done to protect the health of our fellow Albertans. Um, we sincerely hope that you all have an opportunity to rest and to connect with your loved ones during this holiday season. And on behalf of SLT, thank you for your dedication, your hard work, and your passion for your work and all of the important roles that you hold. Thank you for that, Kathleen. And uh, once again, thanks everybody. Um, have uh, all the best of the holiday season to you. And please, um, as always, rest when you can, take care of yourselves and check on your friends. Thanks very much. You have been listening to the EMS podcast. Please visit ahsems.com for future episodes and to provide your comments and questions through the leadership feedback link. Thanks for listening.